From the dry hills of Santa Clarita, California, it's time for America's least listened to podcast. It's Christianese with your blessing-filled hosts, Jared Burkholder, Dan Satchoff, and Brian Irwin. Welcome back to Christianese. After a long absence, Dan Satchoff, Jared Burkholder, and a special guest today. Jill Satchoff. You might be saying, that's the same last name as Dan, and you would be right. We're very blessed to have Dan's... One of Dan's wives here with us today. <laughs> Only one. Only one. The others are locked away in the basement. They are, and that's going to, yeah. Hi, guys. Hi, Jill. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Jill, are you aware that Christianese is the show where we, uh, two Christians and an agnostic, rather, expose hypocrisy, search for meaning, and talk about life? Yes. Are you aware of that? Yes, yeah. I am. Are you also aware that it is the least listened to podcast on the planet? There is literally a podcast in Arabia that uh-huh. has more listeners than we do. And it's a cooking show. And it's camel powered. Right. Exactly. Interesting thing. Well, that makes me more comfortable. Yeah. So <laughs> it's my mom. My mom actually texted me last night like, when's the new podcast dropping? So, really? Aww. I don't even, I didn't know she knew how to use the podcast thing. Wow. So I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm and you even have her hip to the lingo. She said dropping. When's it dropping? Uh, I might, that might be. Oh, you might yeah. have writer's embellishment? Yeah. Okay. That might be uh, me. I, I can't think of a term. Wishful thinking. There we go. There you go. <laughs> No, thanks for doing this, Jill. You're welcome. This is and, and thanks for coming down to the studio. I know it's a long it's drive. A long... Um, yeah. Again, I'm sorry that security roughed you up. We're still working on that. Did you find it okay? I did. It was. Did good. you have to put all of your liquids in a bag before you came? I certainly did. Yes, okay. I did. Good. And uh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> We're happy to have you. Guys, Thanksgiving has come and gone it since is. we last talked. And to our listeners, we're sorry we had great plans to do an episode, and then we did. We've had a hard time coordinating with you and me and Brian recently yeah. well, because we're really important people. You know? Oh boy, that's um, the truth. And so here we are, guys. How was your Thanksgiving? Anything exciting? I mean, talk to me about what Satchoff family traditions look like. Mm. We usually go down to Orange County to my cousin Colleen's, and she makes everything. And we just, it's great. We get to see family. That's right. We go down it's, to San Clemente is where yeah, they are. Mm. Yeah. And it was, uh, it's always a lot of fun. And we're always worried about the drive because, you know, you can get down south there and it's Southern California and you never know what you're going to get with traffic. But this year, am I right, Jill? Yeah. It took us an hour to get there. No traffic. Yeah. Did you guys see the migrant caravan while you were down there or no? No, we were. Uh, no, I did. I got on the roof of Colleen's house with That's binoculars good. and I could see the migrant caravan. Good, good, good. good. And I brought a BB gun. Good. Yeah. Just in case I right. had to defend myself. Right. Well, that's San Clemente, especially. Yeah. Uh, I've no, not it's been rough. There, but it sounds pretty dangerous. It's yeah. rough. It's by the ocean. So most of yeah. the toughest communities are right near the, the coastal areas. That's so true. With uh, red uh, so true. tile roofs. Yep. Usually that indicates San Clemente yeah. is the Spanish word. It is. <laughs> so it means the Clemente. Holy Clement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it? Uh, Seminary so. boy? Is yeah. that true? So, well, how, what did you do for Thanksgiving? What did we do? We had two Thanksgivings, as we often do, as is our custom. We wow. uh, went to some friend's house on Thanksgiving evening, yeah. which allowed us to... Well, first, let me back okay. it up. Back it we up. did a 5K turkey trot. <gasps> you did not. That's, uh, oh. At a local uh, educational fun. establishment. Is that here. running while carrying a turkey? Is that what that is? It was, and it was funny. Yeah. Uh, mine wasn't fully dead yet. Oh. And so, I was kind of fighting it off, uh-huh. fighting the hill. and it, it, was, right. it was a thing anyway. Wow. We did that. And here's a funny story. Um, it was at COC's uh, cross-country track, mm. which 
um, was beautiful and it was a yeah. nice thing, but all of a sudden there's this massive hill you have to go up. Ooh. And Janelle was pushing Andy because I'm not a good husband. So I was just <laughs> kind of doing my own thing. She was pushing Andy. And also I totally left her. So I got to this hill and thought, I have no idea how she's going to get the stroller up this hill. And then I just kept running. You just didn't look back. I didn't look back. So like, I, that's, that sounds like a problem for Janelle. So we got to the end of the race. And literally all these women are coming up to Janelle and like, you are so strong. You're such an incredible woman. And like, then they would shoot me this look like, where were you? <laughs> and Janelle Wagon. said, yeah, it's a shame. I lost my husband in the first war, <laughs> right? like, in the great war. I know. I'm so proud of her. Didn't she do great? Hey, I did good too. Look at me. I was way ahead. <laughs> As a single mom, was it tough to That's run right. the race? Oh, no, I'm married. Here's my jerk husband who left <laughs> me. Yeah. That's right. Oh, is he the one who's uh, in the lumberjack fair? That's yeah, right. That's right. So we did that and then uh, we ate and then we ate more food on Friday. That's great. And it was great. Do you So you said you always have two Thanksgivings? We usually do, yeah. Because we've been hanging out with some friends every Friday at the Casas. Yeah. Uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving. And so you still got to eat something on yeah, Thanksgiving Yeah, right. Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Right. No, it's all about the food. We made, we stayed home, was it last year by ourselves and cooked a turkey? Mm-hmm. And it was just the three of us. And it, mm. was, it was just depressing. Like you yeah. worked, you know, five hours for 20 minutes. Totally. Yeah. And then yep. like, now you still have to do the dishes because there's nobody else there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we at our at the Thanksgiving that Jill's uh, family does. One of my favorite parts is there's tamales, mm. and I, and I'm still debating on whether they're homemade or whether they get them from somewhere. There's a little bit of a, a gray area there, so I'm not sure. I think, but it's fantastic. That's don't you great. think, Jill? Do you yeah, like the tamales? They're good. They're super good. Yeah, I think they're really good. I don't know. Well, that's great. Are you guys yeah. excited about the the Christmas season here? I am I am really excited. It started out. It kind of it kind of surprised me. It snuck up on me a little yeah. bit. But we got well, to, it gets earlier every year, Dan. It <laughs> certainly does. Even in in the face of the war on Christmas, somehow <laughs> it gets earlier every year. You know? I just like when you're shopping at Costco in July and there's trees up Seriously. and ornaments. And right. it, it, Costco is the barometer for how early it, it really gets really is yeah. every year. But we got everything done pretty early, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And I finally did online shopping. Yes, which I never. Have done before, yeah, and it's I got everything pretty much done before December. So you can throw your name uh, on the heap of why Sears is going out of business. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's my fault. Yeah, Jill has single-handedly killed Sears and Roebuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, good, good work. Well, I saw the sign in your yard that says "I hate cute. Sears Roebuck." Sears yeah, Sorry. well, that was right next to all the other signs we it's have. In true, our yard. you guys really hate a yeah. lot of stores. Yeah, we hate a lot of people Gosh. and stores in general. Because as Christians, I think the more you can show your hate and what's in your I think heart, so. yeah, the better. Right? Don't you think? Well, listen, when you're right, mm-hmm. uh, what's the point of being right if you can't always point out how everybody else is wrong and why you're better than them? Right? Thank you. Once again, yeah. you've crystallized my thoughts. Well, that's the name of my book. I'm right, everybody else is wrong, and I'm better than you. When does that drop come out? Or uh, drop? So I got you guys one for Christmas, so I look really autograph. Excellent. Autograph. <laughs> Great. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, are you guys traveling anywhere for the holidays? Xmas, Christmas, if you will? Yes, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be uh, traveling from this studio right mm-hmm. here into the kitchen, which is uh, just down the hall a little bit, and I'll be uh, probably doing that quite a bit. Quite a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Frequently? How about you, Jill? Will you be traveling anywhere? Uh, I am going to Hawaii by myself. Oh, I forgot you yes. are. Speaking of awful husbands, yeah, Jeez. go ahead. Yeah, I'm going by myself the day after Christmas. And explain why Christmas. so people don't think that I'm cruel. Oh wait, because, you're being serious. I am being serious. You thought? Well, look at that. This what a amazing. good actress she is. You have a great husband who's like, get out of here, just go, go, pamper Absolutely. yourself. Absolutely, that was a discussion, and <laughs> yeah. he did. No, we at my my nephew's getting married, so we 
all wanted to go, but we can't afford it. Yes. So one of us. Cheap. No. Yeah. So I'm going by myself. That's and right. I'm very and you're excited. Staying for a month. I'm staying. She's for staying for six months. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is going to be a little weird when yeah. I have to explain that to the girls. I know. Well, but I think they'll bounce back though. You know? They're and they're more resilient than you give them credit for. That's why there's benefit to having more than one wife, like yeah. you do, right? Right. Exactly. You, one goes to Hawaii for six months. Well, because while she's up. gone, Miriam will be here, and you know yeah. she and Zelda yeah. and Schmutke, yep. and they'll all take care of me. I love how they all have head coverings and the jean jumpers that are mm-hmm. down to the floor, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. never. One of the things I really appreciate about your other wives is yeah. they never look me in the eye. Right. And know? they and, and they don't sass you. Right. I don't sass me. I really appreciate that. Yeah, which is nice because they. No, if they do, mm, right? Back of my hand, right? Yeah. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Christianese. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to say that we never, in any way, condone domestic violence. Absolutely not. Um, uh, so you're going to Hawaii? Yeah. Uh, what what island? Not that I know any of the islands. The Big but, Island. I'm going to the Big Island, which is the one that has all Maui the. Or, nope it's uh, it's it's, <laughs> it's Hawaii. 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 The Big Island. Oh, okay. Hawaii. Yes. Cool. I, I don't know. I've never been there. I'm from the East Coast. We don't. We just read about Hawaii. Jared's We're not even like, sure it's a real place. On Jared's the East Coast. like, is that sandals? So. Is that sandal island? Now, is that the same as Jamaica or? <laughs> uh, you'd be there for how long? Three days. Three. Days. That's gonna be quick. That's a quick trip. I know. It's a little. But it is but, good. It's good. Yeah, because Danny's gonna be home. I don't want to miss. Uh, okay. I don't know. I just feel weird about being gone for too long. And, but uh, it's also good because no he, mom guilt, just yeah. so enjoy no mom it. guilt. Yeah, yeah. But it's one of those but, things where you know it's good for family to kind of be there and support. Yeah. And we would have loved to all been there together. But and also, like every day you stay, it's so much more expensive. Like yeah. even it does one get. Day. It's like it's like the uh, SoCal Edison thing, it right? Is. The more you stay, the more it costs That's every day. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a tiered rate. That's right. So, <laughs> but it's going to be. I think I'm, I think it's going to be great, and uh, I can't wait to hear about the adventures. Yeah, that you have. Do they put the uh, the lay on you right as soon as you get off the plane, or is that when you get to the hotel? I think That's, it depends on the airline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes. Frontier Airlines is that next an extra charge? Uh, yeah, Frontier definitely. It's an extra charge for every bag, and then for every flower on the lay, right. it's an extra. <laughs> it's an extra charge. Four hundred dollars. Come on. <laughs> well, speaking of family, that's yeah. a great smooth segue hey, into thanks. what we want to talk about today. <clears throat> uh, we have Dan and Jill here mm-hmm. in part because Dan is on this show normally. Right. And then also because Jill, as we mentioned, is Dan's wife. But we wanted to talk. They have sent a son off to college recently. That's correct. Mm -hmm. And we've been talking about parenting and just some of the ethics that help shape the way that we parent our kids, the the things that we hope for them. And as you guys have transitioned one of your own, not fully outside your house, but certainly to the next stage. A lot closer than he was being. A lot closer, right? Um, I would love to know what that's like. You know, I think some parents breathe a collective sigh of relief when they send a kid off. Sure. Other moms uh, turn to, you know, those uh, those glasses of wine that they sell in Sky Mall that hold the whole bottle in yes. one glass. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yep. you know, Jill, Dan, where are you at on the relief to entire bottle of wine glass spectrum? Yeah. Jill, do you want to take that since you're the one who deals with the large glasses of wine? I don't know. I feel like... Um, two ways i felt like you know i at first i was like this isn't you know this is i felt like i was prepared for it and and like there was less laundry (laughs) um like little things like that like i i don't know there was a slight ease it was a little bit easier than having three down to two that part was good and i was really i was just busy so i didn't 
I wasn't that, you know, um, super bummed about it. And I'm excited where he's going. I'm so happy for him. You know, like, you know, if he was going somewhere else or he was a little bit lost, which is fine too, you know, but um, Mm -hmm. to figure out what you need to do. But I, I was so excited for him. But then as the time went, it got a little bit like, oh, like the milestones, like even when we went to get a Christmas tree, you know, it was like, oh, he's not going with us to get a Christmas tree. Um, You know, like those little things like, ah, like, and then I'll go like three days without talking to him. And it's like, yeah, it's just weird. You know, it's, it's a weird transition. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, that's, I think at first I had it build up in my mind to be a bigger thing. I was more nervous. And then once he went, it's like, oh yeah, like you said, it's, it's more, it's more normal, but in a way, and this is maudlin and weird, and I probably shouldn't say this, but it's almost like there's been little mourning, almost like a, a death in a way, just of that totally. part of the relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I noticed that when we got, went to get the Christmas tree or certain certain things that we've always done as a family, it's been weird. Even though I know he's coming back, and, and uh, like you, I'm happy that he is where he's at. But it's just, it is weird to get used to the new kind of dynamic. Yeah. I guess. But it's also good because we've still got two here and we need to invest in them and 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 doing that but still yeah like we did this this week we had um can i tell the story would you please all right we we (laughs) it's an adjustment too for us because i think i've been a little bit on the end of a little overly like we need to give him a space you know he's an adult now and you know we have to uh you i'm not gonna call him every day i'm not gonna i'm like you know gonna let him be have his freedom you know Mm -hmm. and um so this this week, last week was a tree lighting thing at Biola, and um, did we say where he was going? Is that okay, Biola? Biola University. Me. I'm hoping the more um, we plug it on the least listened to podcast, yes. the tuition will go down commensurately with how many. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure where he's at on the dating spectrum. This might be really helpful for him yeah. to know that. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. To have your mom talk about you on a podcast, Listen, that's a chick. This is huge. Yeah. It's, that's it's, awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. He's probably literally probably married right now. Right. Just He's right fully. now. Yeah. He's on his fourth wife right now. we're broadcasting this live. So yeah. literally. Right, we're streaming yeah. it live. Yep. Yeah. Daisy told me not to be cringy and I've, I've completely gone there. <laughs> well. Anyway. the best thing I've heard all it's day. It's awesome. That your daughter She's told just, you not to be I mean, cringy. like even though I didn't even know she knew that I was going to be doing this and that her <laughs> words were to me because we're going to go shopping after this. We're like, mom, have fun and don't don't be cringy. So, um, <laughs> but you can count on me. I will be. Um, so, but anyway, so he, he, he had a tree lighting thing and, um, we were going to go. We said we were going to go. It was this Friday. It was like a, you know, family goes and watches and, and, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, come. So we're going to go. And it's only like an hour and a half away. And, um, it's just, you had that day, three auditions and we were busy, busy, busy that Friday. And we just saw him for Thanksgiving and we, I was just like, oh, and we kind of, let's not go. And I forgot to text him about it. So that morning I was like, I better text him, tell him we're not coming. I'm sure it'll be fine, you know. And um, and he's got a bunch of friends. And he's gone on two trips already. So, like, we're like, he's fine. So I texted him and then he texted me back. Like, I sensed this sort of like, oh, it was like, I said, hey, I don't think we're going to make it. And he was like, uh oh, well, um, I think I maybe we'll have something to do tonight. Qu- uh, you know, maybe, maybe. Like, like there was a couple. Like in my room. Like, literally, like there was a, su- but it wasn't that obvious, but there was yeah, a subtle that was. maybe a mom would pick up or do. Yep. And, and 
uh, so usually he's just like, yeah, yeah, no problem. But there was like a subtle thing. And I told Dan and I said, we, uh, so I texted him back and I said, hey, we can come if you want. Do you want us to come? And he texted us back. Yes, we totally want you to come. Please, or please come. I um, Explanation point, you know. So I was like, oh my gosh, he wants me to come. And I sensed yeah. that something was wrong. Like he was, so Dan, we had to, Really, am I doing bad with my... No, you're doing great. Okay. I'm just keeping an eye on levels. Okay. Okay. And so, anyway, Dan had those auditions. He had to drive. He was all over town. He drove home. I ended up driving all of us. You fell asleep in the car. We got there. <laughs> he forgot we were coming. <laughs> and then he said, he's like, well... Uh, so, we go to this tree lighting thing. He's like, do you guys just want to... I'm pretty hungry, so... And then he had plans. He had a party to go to. Like he really didn't even want us to be there. So I That's what, incredible. All this you to guys say, heaven and earth to get literally down there like literally after a long day and like oh you guys <laughs> yeah he's like you guys huh. are here I no it's fine I can that's, that's uh, we, fine. I don't yeah, do you think you guys but do you think I could make that part so anyway yes, all that coming. to say we I thought he was having a hard time and he was totally fine totally fine so that kind of thing is just but you know what was great about that though right is that you picked that up because we've had things like that happen before where he did want to like when he wanted to come home yeah he wanted a to few home. weeks ago and stuff yeah, yeah. and i think i would rather err on the side of because it was really good we did have a good time yeah. we went to caro's and just had some food real quick and it was great because daisy went with us and the girls miss him you know that dynamic is different um and so it was it ended up being a really good thing i think too because i would rather err on the side of not making him because I think sometimes parents can I, I think we've been guilty of this going like you said too far to the point that to we're let, letting him alone too much yeah like, where they're like well hey you, you don't care about me I mean like I think the fact that we sold the house and we moved while he was gone too was maybe not the best thing you know because right. then he didn't you well, know, and we didn't tell him too, right? Right. Yeah. We sold that all this stuff. That was a great bonfire, and I really enjoyed that. Right. It'll Bur- be hard for him to come back to That's right. yeah. stuff. Right? Yeah, it was weird when we burned his terrarium too. Yeah. yeah. Especially, I didn't know turtles screamed like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, it's like really... a lobster. I mean, you can just. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, but I. No, we we did the other thing. We did another thing where we it was really early on, and he did want to come home, mm-hmm. and I was like, he's got. What, what's going on? Like he's got to stay at school, you know. Like and anyway, we did get some counsel on that, and sh- and that yeah. person said just let him come home for it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, t- totally. So he came home. We had bought tickets, expensive tickets, to go sh- see a show that night. Like we all had stuff to do, and I was like, we should just. We spent so much money on these tickets. Let's go. And I thought he'd come home and see his friends. Well, he stayed home. And Dan said, "Let's just not go and just be available. It should be available if he wants to hang." And we were, and we watched Chucky. What do we watch? We watch Child's Play, which is a great, you know, as a Christian, I think yeah. the fact that I'm endorsing horror movies <laughs> when your kid comes home from college, I think that's probably pretty effective. No, but witness. it was really, it was a fun night. We, we had was. a really good time. We were it's, glad that we therapy. were like yeah. available, you know, and he was, and he's fine, but it was just like. But it was good. It and was we, like a transition thing. And yeah. I think to your point too, you know, we ended up getting some not being afraid to navigate as you navigate the waters, reaching out to people. That's one place where, you know, a body of believers church has been so helpful because we did reach out to somebody in our class, in our small group and Mm -hmm. said, Hey, you have more experience in the parenting thing because they've got kids who are grown and gone. And we just said, what would you, what would you do in this circumstance? And she was so great. She just said, you know, um, I would be, I would be available. And that was so good. She was, I was coming in from it of like a, you know, we need to push him out. It's, you know, it's, it's, he's needs to grow like kind of a little bit more hard lined about it. And mm-hmm. it was so good to hear somebody who would also, I would think that person would be hard lined about it. And yeah. she was like, 
not at all. Not at all. You know, she was mellow about it. And, and I was like, oh, and it was a good decision. It was anyway, a really good decision. A I think thing. even on the, the front end, not that he's like intentionally doing this, but there is kind of a testing of the water of yeah. what is my my fit here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear from you guys. My parents did a really good job, I think, with all of us, uh, their kids, kind of transitioning into adult relationships. Mm-hmm. And there were, you know, some some missteps on both our parts as we try to figure that out. But I think one of the things that really makes, we're going to go see them for two weeks uh, in just a, a week and a half. And what makes me really excited to go spend time with them, my sister really excited, is we have adult relationships with them now. And they were able to transition from I'm under your authority to now you know we're peers in life and we're friends. So what has that process been like for you guys? You're still very much in the middle of it. But as you guys think about thinking about Danny, not just as a son, but as a friend, as a, a peer in a sense, mm-hmm. I don't know. What, what's that been like for you? Yeah, that's... You know, for us, it's interesting uh, kind of along those lines because Danny, all of our kids have gone to public school their whole lives. So um, it's been interesting to see, you know, you want your kids to, you know, especially as a Christian, you want your kids to embrace everything about the faith that, that we embrace about the faith or that we we chase and that we, we try to draw closer to God all the time. And that's our hope for our kids. And that, I think that's everybody's hope, you know, or the people who are... Christians. And um, so the fact that he's somewhere now where um, people are encouraging him in a way that in public school they weren't encouraging him and starting to see him grow that way spiritually on his own where he's kind of he's kind of making it more his and he's not perfect and none of us are, but he's I, I see some growth that way that I, I hadn't seen and it makes it it makes it interesting to relate to him on that level now, being able to talk about, and he'll initiate conversations about, hey, you know, I, I my friends or guys at the dorm or something said said this about girls or about something, whereas the advice would be completely different in his public school situation, you know? So the fact that God is actually um, talk of God and, and God's uh, ideas about things uh, biblically, you know, are are actually promoted. It's 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 interesting, and it also yeah, I think has totally allowed different. us to get a little closer. I don't know. Does that make any sense? No. Yeah. Totally. It's it's as far as school, as far as going to public school, or just yeah, is, just in terms of our relationship with him. It seems mm-hmm. like uh, I don't know. It's been interesting to have. Yeah, that's been fun. Like somebody even from our church said, uh, you know, just when I was like, oh, I'm just, uh, I went, as I was approaching when he went to school, I was just like, oh, I just am dying, you know? And they were like, yeah, but it's so neat when they come home and they are like maturing and you're seeing these like little glimpses of just this maturing, you know, which is fun. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's good. But I, we have been seeing these little just gems thing that, that come out of him. It's like, oh, this is so cool, you know? Um, really fun really really fun and he's still young too you know oh yeah um i i think he does need us as parents still um i think i err on the side a little bit of too much like i'm giving him his me too me too and i think he does i think through this just like short period of time he's been at school i do see that yeah he does reach out to us and i think he still does need us as far as like uh he asks us our opinion about things which maybe wasn't so much the case when he was a senior you know yeah um so i see that change and i see him say things like well he'll say to you like oh dad you're right about that like we had said it a million times and it was just like you know 
not you listen think that to. They don't hear you, yeah, right. But they hear much more than I think uh, y- y- you think they hear. So yeah. yeah, a couple times I've been shocked to be like, "Hey, you remember that time you told?" And I'm like, "Gosh, I almost." Of course, I remember that, son. <laughs> of course, I do. Yeah. But yeah, and it's so it's interesting. I think the relationship has changed a little bit. Yeah. How? What did your parents do, Jared? Do you think that that helped that? maturing of the relationship there for you guys to kind of make that transition from kid parent role to 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 peer well i'll back up uh one thing they did do was uh they dropped me off at college and then the next day they flew back to mexico so in terms of like being (laughs) there you know to help me kind of process through that um they lovingly like well there you go out of the nest, and then we're actually flying the nest back to Mexico. So wow, we're pulling the nest in back. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. So that was a that was interesting to figure out, and it was still at a time before we had cell phones. Yep. Um, it was when like I had this international calling card that had like thirty minutes. So like wow. once a month I would call them, and we talk for ten or fifteen minutes, and I get to talk to my brother and sister. Whoa. We would email more. Um, so that was a a sudden kind of abrupt. transition and in a lot of ways they were not really part of being involved in my college life so like on the the parent weekends when i ran cross country they were never able to come to a race because they were always in mexico um so that was just an interesting dynamic that it wasn't you know i went from i lived in their home Mm -hmm. we were present all the time together to all of a sudden they we almost had separate lives in a really kind of sudden way i think one of the things they they did really well in kind of facilitating us having adult relationships was, um, I mean, this sounds idiotic, but they, they treated me like an adult, right? Uh-huh. They, they were able to transition in their mind from a kid who needed a lot of correction and instruction to somebody that needed to be engaged again, kind of on a peer level, uh-huh. right? So in the same way that like my dad would disciple, um, uh, another man, he began to disciple me that way. It would still, you know, still give me input and feedback. Um, and I think the way that he responded in that transition really invited me to want to ask for more help. Mm-hmm. I, I think if, um, had he continued to parent me in the way that he had when I was 15, you know, when I was 18 or 19 or 20, that would have been kind of a big turnoff. And, uh, you know, I don't think we're really, I'm not going to come to you. But because he treated me like an adult, that really, that made me want to come and, and continue to talk to him. And it was just so apparent, you know, as we started planning to get married and then as we, got our first jobs and uh, we actually ended up moving to North Carolina, living in the same town that they were in um, for the first four years of our marriage. And we had so many questions. And so like I was calling him every day for a while, you know, either question about like, what do I do in this situation? Or like, what do I do with my taxes? Or I, how do I set up? Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, I remember we got the first apartment. It was like, just go talk to the water company and set up your thing. Like, Oh, Sure dad i don't know what that means i don't even know what the water company is how do i do that right yeah 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 yeah. um so it really kind of invited me to to want to reach out to him so that he still is you know now that i've been out of college for 14 years or so he still is the guy that i'm going to call first right if i have a question or something's going on in life i want to call him i want to get his feedback yeah i trust his input and i think that's because um in the moments when i did reach out to him he just responded well right He, he responded in maturity and love rather than you know trying to monologue or 
would yeah. treat me like an inferior, lesser version of himself. Well, I think his dad's too. I don't know about you because Andy's young, but for me, I tend to go into dad monologue mode very totally. frequently in terms of the girls actually joke me about it all the time because, well, you know, I can all of a sudden feel a speech coming yeah, on. And, right. but the, the one go ahead thing, and block out another 45 minutes here, kids. <laughs> exactly. But one thing that you struck that struck me, you said in a few podcasts ago, you talked about how your dad was patient with you and willing to rather than lecture and everything but would like especially when you were feeling your oats after you know going through seminary and everything wanting to kind of tell him oh yeah you know different things and he was so patient so kind when i was like hey dad i know you've been a pastor for longer than i've been alive and you went to seminary long before i did but i just read this book so let me tell you why you're wrong gosh (laughs) he was so kind and patient with me and that that resonated with me because it makes me think about okay i need to make sure like with the girls and with danny as much as possible you know you find that balance of like hey you you have to come alongside him and and there are certain things where you you want to give them space but you don't want to give them too much space when you should be speaking into their lives a little bit but in a way that's not a a complete and total lecture and then when they want to talk about something even if it's pushback allow them to be heard fully before you launch into you know yeah and i think as they get older it's a difference between monologue and dialogue right Mm because when they're a kid they they're incapable of right i've tried with andy you know it's like hey buddy what did you do wrong here like i sinned and brokenness (laughs) jesus came to say brokenness you just start spouting the conference like buddy that is totally true Mm -hmm. but that's that's not Mm -hmm. maybe we need a little bit more specific about what just happened here and i like that you're teaching andy early on that the answer to every question from a christian is jesus right Right. Yeah, I think you lay that foundation a little bit, yes. right, and then hopefully right. provide a little bit more nuance, so you're not 21. And <laughs> yeah. What's wrong today? I don't know, Jesus. <laughs> right? Maybe a little bit more nuance. That's um, so. Funny. But I think it is is migrating from dad has the answers, which at yeah. my son's age is true, and he does not have a lot of perspective. To okay, here's what happened. Let's think together about why you did that or mm-hmm. what happened to you, and then how do you process that from a Christian worldview? That's how you're equipping your kids to think. Right. Right. And I think uh, when you do that, that lets them know that I can talk to mom or dad and it's not going to be this monologue because monologues tend to be relatively condescending most of the time. You know what I mean? And you get to a point where it's usually much earlier than it should be, but around 12 or 13, like I figured this out. I don't need no more (laughs) monologues, right? But I think you can can tap into the good side of that. They want to think. They want to reason. They want to be viewed as a participant and as an adult. So I think you can use that as a platform to talk. And one of the things that we talk about in student ministry a lot, or just as a pastor, is when your kid comes and tells you something, the way that you respond to that will shape whether or not there are future conversations, right? So if a kid comes and says, Mom, or Dad, I, I did this, and you go, oh my gosh, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're just like your mom, yada, 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 you're going to lose your cell phone for four years. Then in their mind, it's like, well, I'm never going to tell mom and dad anything again, right? right? Whereas if they come and they confess a sin or something like that, we treat that seriously, but you want to respond in such a way where they would want to come and tell you again, right? So right. that when your kids are going through hard times, it's not, well, I have to hide this from mom and dad. Yeah. How great would it be when they're sinning or, or they're into something they shouldn't be to just feel the freedom to come and say, this is what I've done. Help me, right? Yeah. I think that's the kind of relationship that really draws kids out and I think lays a great platform for them to want to keep talking to you well beyond their years in high school. You're going to say something. I totally forgot. Um, 
we think if you think about it because what, what you just said I wanted to jump off of that um, yeah I think it also models so even when parents aren't around because eventually you know we're not going to be around so but modeling that confession of of sin and all those you know all of that uh, to somebody else to to a mentor to a somebody a disciple or somebody I think being able to to get in that um, where we are confessing to one another you know I think that's a huge thing go ahead Jill well, I remember what I was going to say, but yes, no, well, you. I will no, no, you, no, you. No, what you're saying is just to be totally authentic. Is it's good to hear that? Like we, I was raised my, in a secular way, so I didn't have that with your how your dad was able to t- disciple you in that way. So we're coming into it. Yeah. So we really rely on the church, <laughs> and it's so great to have people to go to, like. You know, just just to ask, how do you do this? You know, like we we truly didn't. We were just raised in in a secular way. We were not raised in the 100%. church. One hundred percent. So so this is uncharted waters for us. Like you know, we are. And that's a re- big regret that I have a lot of times. Like I think you've been better at this, way better at this than I have in terms of having good. Uh, uh, devotional time and having I, I, we talk about the the issues and I feel like I've I've spoken those things but like I haven't set aside the time because I didn't I wasn't raised that way and I it wasn't always top of mind for me I think I've gotten a little better at it but like you've I think you've been better at that but I think being intentional about with a family you mean yeah oh yeah, yeah. but but you know we're, we're totally just finding our way and like we've do- totally gone that way of like you know, too pushy with it. And you know what I mean? Like, or it, the kids are laughing the entire time. Right. You know, nobody's, everyone's making yeah. fun of it. Get you off know. your phone. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it would, it would be a good, if we could only have you been it. in our house sometimes too? Yeah. Because that's, yeah. Uh, just one aside, yeah. you know how condemning it is when Janelle and I are on our phones and Andy goes, Oh, I gotta get my phone. And he goes and brings out his play phone and sits there and like, Oh my word. We are such, we are like <laughs> literally wasting our lives. Yes. I mean, drop kick this stupid yeah. thing across the room. Completely. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it is interesting, though. I mean, not having been raised like that, that's where the church, I think, you know, and I know a lot of people believe in the church of Starbucks, and, hey, I'm a Christian, I can be a Christian on my own, I'm an island, I don't need a lot of other people, or I've got three or four other people, But and, and, and they'll say, oh, the first churches, the early churches, you know, were just home churches, and there's nothing wrong with a home church, if, but there does have to be accountability. I think the church, we can't neglect the church for so many reasons it strengthened our faith i think and then strengthened our ability to be parents and we're far from being far from perfect parents but it man it not only has it been a great resource but a great encouragement especially at these different transitions that you experience as a parent man when you've got people who can speak because we your weren't life, raised in the no, church so we, we we are literally coming at it from like you know we study and we we're doing, you know, we're learning God's word and stuff, but as far as practically putting it into, you know, actual action, you know, yeah. as far as these transitions or just parenting, you know, so we've yeah. got, we're taking in what we grew up with and then we're, then we get scripture and it's just like, oh gosh, it's so opposite, you know, yeah. like. Well, that so, whole not neglecting yeah. meeting together mm-hmm. thing is just. It's important. Yeah. It's also in the Bible. Yeah. Two things uh, Aaron Miller has said that I, I think have stuck with me in regards to parenting is one, you know, you can't screw up your kid in one or two interactions, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes a, a concentrated pattern of mm-hmm. you being screwed up to really mess mm-hmm. your kids up, <laughs> which is wonderful. Um, but then also, Aaron likes to talk about how where the ideal lacks, God's grace covers. Yeah. And so the ideal is always going to lack for us on something, yeah. right? Yeah. It's that maybe you guys didn't have a paradigm mm-hmm. of what that looked like, or mm-hmm. I did have a paradigm of what that mm-hmm. looked like and have chafed against some of those things unhelpfully. Mm-hmm. 
but God's grace just covers that, right. right? And so even we try our best as parents, we're fully aware that we're screwing up in some areas, yeah. aware that we're messing up in areas we don't even know about yet, mm-hmm. right? right? But the right. God, God's grace covers all that, right? I mean, we can all think back to the things that our parents or our family or our background could have done differently, mm-hmm. and yet here we are, and in God's grace, we're saved, we're part of the church, right? We're, we're faithful to follow Christ. So I just think there's a lot of hope that that, that in those moments where you can look back and think, I dropped the ball in that conversation, yep. or I wasn't as intentional with devotions as I could have been, God's grace still pursues, right? And yeah. is relentless oh, yeah. enough to, to love us and our kids mm-hmm. and to pull us back. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things my parents have talked about that's been interesting for them is just how different um, we all are from them now, huh. and like in terms of the way that we live our life. So we were raised in a pretty conservative Baptist environment. And I think... I chafed against that. And I think me and my siblings have reacted to that on some part, but I think I can look back and see the good that we had there, but also realize that Matt, Lindsay and I uh, live life differently than, than our parents do. We attend different types of churches. We have slightly different theological convictions when it comes to the way that we live our lives, live our lives. That's a little bit different. And I know that's been kind of a struggle for my parents. They've been open with us, with us about that, that, you know, I don't know that I would do it that way. And we've been trying to wrestle through, is that just a liberty issue? Is that a sin issue? Mm-hmm. And that has actually, again, helped our adult relationship that when there's differences or when they even disagree with things that we do, their knee jerk isn't to condemn us. It's the dialogue with us. Mm-hmm. And I've had great conversations with my dad about why we live our life the way that we do sometimes. And mm-hmm. he's pointed out areas of needed growth in my life. And he's told me, you know, you're challenging my thinking on that. Right. So I think there's there's benefit to that. Even as you think about Danny's going to live his life differently yeah. mm-hmm. um, than you guys do, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And trying to wrestle through, you know, we've talked about this before. Everything I believe about everything can't be a level 10. I'm willing to die for it, right? Yeah. And so okay. it's really wrestling through, is this a, a really serious issue that requires some serious confrontation yeah. as parents? Right. Mm-hmm. Or is it something that, you know, we would like to be different, but right. we think there's latitude right. in the Bible for him to right. believe that or live that way. Right. Like the time your dad gave you latitude when you went through that phase where you were robbing a lot of liquor stores. Yeah. And totally. I think it was good. Like he was very patient and said, look, this is probably not the ideal, but let's well, talk about it. was his it. idea actually to, to do the, the nylon yeah, over my over face, your face as opposed to the ski mask. Right. Right. Um, Which I think was, was good. That was helpful. Because yeah. it doesn't mess your hair up as much. It doesn't mess your hair up. Yeah. You know, and when you rip it off then, yeah, um, yeah, you're coiffed. You know, yeah. Perfectly coiffed. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important when you're robbing. Coiffed. That's a French word, isn't it? Is it? Meaning coiffed, <laughs> I think. I'm not it sure. It sounds like... Exactly. I don't want to say what it sounds like. Yeah, I was thinking. It, um, it's not that, though. Okay. It's definitely not hey, everybody. <laughs> Once again, this is Christianese. Oh, welcome back to Christianese. Right. Uh, please turn down the radio if you have children in the car. That's right. We've got a, we have no delay button, so... Right. The FCC hasn't found us yet. I guess we're in trouble. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's all super helpful. And I think the bottom line for us is I am so grateful to be a member of a church for not only this stage of life, but for every stage of life. And I just, I regret, but you know, God's timing, uh, but I regret in my past not not having that be a priority in my life because I do think it's just like you've talked about before. I remember you said one time and Jill and I talk about this all the time when you'll say, you said, um, we need your families Mm. at church, you know, because we all provide something for 
each other, you know, yeah. and it's it's really important, and, and we can't neglect that because it's just it's such an important it's such an important thing. Yeah, even if you've become that one Christian that's like, I don't need the church. Well, the church still needs you, right? It, absolutely, and there's such an arrogance you. to think that you don't need the church anyway. But right, yeah, we we collectively need each other, and that's God's design. No one was ever meant to live in isolation. To live in isolation would mean that everything that you have come to believe is not only true and accurate, but complete, right? <laughs> and that's just. Right. It's totally not true. I can yeah. think back to last year where I had a lot of incomplete, and that's going to be true every single year, even yeah. if you walk faithfully with Christ for 50 or 60 or 70 years, right? Yeah. And I think the older we get and the more God teaches us and grows us, there's the the necessity that we would take the lessons that God has given us from his word and from life and be willing to help others. I've been reading in Second Corinthians where Paul talks about that we're willing to comfort others with the comfort that we ourselves have received. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's God's paradigm, that we all don't walk through the same life circumstances. But as God walks us through hard times, he comforts us and grows us yeah. through his word, through his spirit, through the church. And now we're equipped in that area to be able to help others. Yeah. And so while I haven't been equipped in every area, you you bring 1,900 people together. We can. The Lord has taught us enough to where we can collectively encourage each other towards faithfulness over the long haul. Absolutely. All that experience that everybody goes through is not is not wasted because you you turn around and and you find somebody invariably who's going through that same thing. Right. And you're able to to walk them through it. You know, David when he would look back on his life and see how God was faithful during yeah. a, a time of trial and look back and see God look how God has carried me through, you know, and then you, you turn around and and you're able to pay that pay that back by by you know, being able to help somebody else the way people have helped us. Yeah with a lot of these things. And now I think going forward with the girls too, it'll be good because the, uh, girls? the girls, they're going to have different challenges, but there's going to be some similarities and especially they're talking about wanting to go out of state and all kinds of things. So that's going to be another kind of thing where you're, you're trying to find that balance between giving them some space, but also letting them know that we're here and we want to be a part of things, but we're not going to hound you about things either. Have you guys already worked out how much of their salary you're going to take just to kind of recoup some of your losses as parents? We're going to start at 60%. That's good. That's uh, good. For the first 20 years. I think that's fair. Yeah. And yeah. then it'll go down uh, by 2% every year past that. That's good. Yeah. I mean, does that sound fair? I think so. I mean, I think I would also stipulate who's the, the official diaper changer mm-hmm. when it comes time for that. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I hadn't and, thought yeah, maybe that just through. training. Yeah. Uh, never Oops, never too early to start that. Yeah, I yeah. think that's good. Good. Well, guys, thanks for talking about this. Jill, thanks so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, really Jill, appreciate thanks, you thanks for finding your way, your way down, down to the studio. studio. Yeah. yeah. We both. Jinx. You won't buy me a Coke, buddy. Coke. Yeah. Actually, we don't drink soda here in California. It's very detrimental. There's it a, is. There's and there's a sugar tax. tax. Yes, there is. Yeah. So yeah. you can't be careful. You can buy all the liquor and marijuana you want, but we're not going to let you drink <laughs> any sugar. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and we don't call it uh, marijuana, we call it cannabis. That's true. Okay. Because it's a medical compound. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. As we uh, wrap up here, what are you guys excited about this week? What's going on? Jill? Jill? Gosh, I literally don't remember what I'm doing tonight. But um... <laughs> It's Saturday. <laughs> that's because of the cannabis oil. Yes, I think, that's probably. true. Yeah. And the liquor. And your lack of sugar. I can't remember what's... Ha- there's so much going on. And well, I don't tonight really we remember. usually would be going to service, but there's a Christmas concert tonight at church, so there will be no church There's no tonight. service tonight. There's no service. I'll be there at the concert, though. You will? Did you go Claudia's last night? coming with us. Okay. Yeah. Who is coming? Claudia. No way. Yeah. Shalee and Jason, too. She oh, pumped. that's great. Uh, Shalee has never seen one, has she? No. 
This will blow our mind. It always blows my mind. Every, t- every year I think, I cannot believe I work here. This is oh, amazing. Wait till you, I'm not going to tell you. There's something, Don't tell me. something with a piano that's going to blow your mind. I know about that. Okay. Well, I figured you did because you're on the inside. I am on the inside. Um, yeah. I'm. What am I excited about? I'm just excited we're getting closer to Christmas and it's that much closer to the family all being back together again. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few auditions uh, next week that will be hopefully good good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Have um, you named it and claimed it yet? Uh, no, I'm in the process of naming it and claiming it right okay. now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. some people make the mistake of claiming before they've named it. Fool hardy. Yeah, look. you got to identify it before you rectify it. And I think if everybody, anybody who knows how the law of attraction works knows that that's, that's true. I mean, you have to, it, you have to, you have Massively to. Massively important. Yeah, you have to think about it first before you put it out in the world so it will, you can attract. Right. And that's that visualization piece. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. Wow. Guess what? Can you spell heretic? The rails. (laughs) Thank you. Hey, send your cards and letters to Jared Burkholder at Mac.com. Mac.com. He will, he's the one who will answer all of your problems. By hand. Yeah, by Uh, hand. I'll probably send you a Christmas gram. That's right. Um, (laughs) We're so glad you joined us on uh, Christianese this week. If you do get a chance, write us a review on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Favorable review. Favorable. Save your your unfavorable ones. Yeah, and like it and rate it. That helps us. And uh, very soon, I promise, we're going to have some way for you to communicate with us so we can answer questions on the air and do that. In fact, we should probably get on that. We should get on that. But until then, you can expect a Christmas gram from me. That's right. All right. Hey, uh, great to see you. And uh, Jill, thanks for being with us. And we will see you next time. Next time. And we're out.